On today's episode of the Unframe of Mind show, come join us today as we live stream our 100th Unframe of Mind podcast episode. To, uh, the topics today, Zuckerberg practically begging for government regulation over social media, the European Union attempts to ban memes, or did they? And I'll tell you how I accidentally bought an antique cookie jar this week and learned a valuable lesson. All that and more coming up on today's episode. You're listening to the Unframe of Mind show, the place to have the most mind-stretching, unprotected intellectual intercourse of your life. Your host, Daniel Wagner, battles the forces of evil by lobbing fiery balls of truth, reason, and evidence over safe room walls. Alrighty, and welcome back to another episode of the Unframe of Mind show, where we have uncomfortable conversations without a condom. I'm your host, Daniel Wagner. And co-host, Anthony Trawick. And today, we're joined by a special guest, uh, Dia, from the Eldia Opina YouTube channel. Well, My mistake. Well, actually, the channel has no longer, it hasn't been called El Dia Opina in a while. Oh it's just Dia Beltran. Dia Beltran. You changed it on me. Why do you do that? See, we need to connect more. Well, She's keeping you guessing. Well, I pay. T- I talk to you personally, but when it comes to little branding changes, I just don't notice that, I guess. Well, I didn't notice you had a whole other body next to you since see, October. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. So, like, like we like we mentioned a minute ago, this is our hundredth episode for the podcast. Um, we we've actually got more videos, but as far as podcasts go, right, this is the hundredth one. It's kind of kind of a, a a neat little mile marker, just being able to see a UOM, you know, zero nine nine turn into that one hundred mark where we yeah. hit the triple digits on the podcast stream. Plus, we're now available on iHeartRadio as well. Oh yeah, which was definitely good news. Everyone yeah, no subscribe. Doubt. My pussy is excited. <laughs> Is it still in your lap? There it is. I meant to ask you if it was shaved or hairy, but it's, I guess now we know. <laughs> apparently, apparently got a very hairy pussy. She's multiracial. She's three different colors. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do with what do you what do you do with that multiracial pussy you have there? That just oh I'm not I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, I am not going to touch that one. This could have gone so many different directions. Oh, in a heartbeat. So many different directions. I caress her, but then I had to (laughs) stop. Anthony, she's a good Christian girl. Don't make her her say things. I got a feeling I'm going to get along quite well with this individual. Oh, As she pops uh, up with the Holy Bible, uh, right next. I don't. I cannot. I can't follow up with anything. Is, right is it now. mildly ironic that her Holy Bible sitting directly next to a a a, a book by Milo Yiannopoulos, who is and Trump, is is a is is a flamboyantly gay Catholic? Yeah, he is a flamboyantly gay Catholic. <laughs> However, he does espouse Christian values, despite his degeneracy. Most of them. Most of them, yes. Yes, I've met him. I even have his number, and he's told me many times um, through text that he was con- come up, going to come on my channel, but he keeps declining, and he keeps, like, avoiding me. Aww. He's pissing me off, in fact. So the idolization I had of him, remember you, you and I did a, a podcast on this or a, an interview on this months and months and months ago, right. and I was like, oh, I love him. But, like, that respect level has really disintegrated. <laughs> it's like you keep dodging me. I mean, he's probably a very busy man. I understand, but, yeah. you know. You'll get you get your right. chance. You you get you get just famous enough where it becomes beneficial for him to have you on his show, or vice versa. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely doing you guys a favor. Yeah, damn straight. <laughs> She's got like triple the subscribers last time I checked. Well, that there's, there's some truth behind that. <laughs> I was kidding. I was joking. So, it was so, just a so we we we've been we've been on each other's show quite a bit. As a matter of fact, I was right. just on your show this last week, wasn't it? Last mm. week, I think it was the last week. week. 
Good Lord. I, look, I, there's been so much stuff that's been happening last week. I've lived a very, very full life lately. <laughs> my Friday, uh, my Friday yeah. when I was hanging out with you, went from went from 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. before I ever hit the pillow. Oh, wow. Like, before I ever stopped. Like, like it was just one activity after another, back to back to back to back to back. It was nonstop. Do you sleep? I try to when I can. How much do you get? Uh, six hours? Around six to seven hours, yeah. I can handle six to seven yeah, hours. If I get bad. less than six, I'm not, I'm not happy. So let me kick this off with a, an interesting question. I heard this on the on Penn Sunday School. I, it's another podcast I listen to with Penn Gillette from the Penn and Teller. The, oh, actually, don't mind him. Yeah, it's. it's yeah. I don't. <laughs> she's like, I, I approve. <laughs> I, I don't mind him. He's he's okay. I approve because he's such a militant atheist, but he's not. He's not mean. He's like not horrible. No, I love listening to him talk. Is it's fantastic. Yeah. He's, he's got a great way of telling stories, but he's also right. got a great way of framing things. So this was this was an interesting question that popped up. I wanted to ask you guys. Um, so the the question was: Would you rather have sex with Jennifer Lawrence or? Have everyone in the world know that you slept with Jennifer Lawrence, but you don't actually get to sleep with Jennifer Lawrence? Which, Is there another option for that? No, no. It's it's either it's either you sleep with Jennifer Lawrence, and nobody knows ever, or I'm the second option, or you don't sleep with her, and everybody in the world knows about it. I'll take option number two. No kidding. Same. Yeah, you two are the first two that I've asked that question to. They're like number Do you two. Know why? Yeah, of course Do I want to know. Of course I want to know why. That's that's why it's very because interesting. I'm already um, lined up here in Australia. There's a very small community of conservatives and leftists. So like it, everyone knows everyone's business or they think they do. So I've been already lined up with like six different people that they think I've had sex with and it's just all untrue. So it just doesn't bother me. Like if people think I've had sex with people, it's like, okay, like I know the truth. So that's all that matters. So that's, that's why, because I'm already in that, except it doesn't get to be someone as beautiful as Jennifer Lawrence. I, I was I was actually going to be nice and like give you the option of having some studly looking guy actor, but you're like Jennifer Lawrence. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, I tap that. I mean, if you'd said Jessica Alba, I would have been all in. But yeah, Jessica Alba's your thing, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, they they use they With the wank. They use Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence isn't necessarily my favorite one, but you know right. she'll do. She'll do. Um, was there a purpose behind that question at all, or? random well it, there, there was but it, i mean it, from off his show as it, far as it was it, yeah it was more just to kind of see that the psychology because he says i know two guys that are very different individuals and both of them would have chosen <laughs> the opposite option one would choose to to sleep with and one would choose the notoriety that comes along with sleeping versus the actual sleeping with i was like right. oh that's interesting that's just strange. what do you now, prefer what, what would oh, be your response yeah. you guys actually want to know and nobody you know i've asked a lot of people nobody's ever turned around and asked me i'm like I, I i would rather do do the sleeping with i think rather than the the, the having you think a, either you do or you having everyone know. know like that's just i don't know man i i i i, I don't know that's Aww, it, there's a lot that there's a lot that could come with that of course that that could come with having everybody know that you slept with with some famous star, mm. but I don't know if it's the right kind of attention that I'd be interested. Like it wouldn't exactly draw in the type of quality people that I would be interested in having in my life. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, it like does. it would only draw in the kind of people that would think that something like that was important. Which uh, well, it's, a, it's which, all status driven, right? So. Which I've, which in this case, I would have already signaled that this was important to me. Like my status is important to me, and therefore the only people that would draw in was people who also felt like just your status was that important. I would do it just to you know propel the show. That's it. Oh, that's that's take, <laughs> taking one for the team. Taking Wait, one man. for the team. I appreciate that. 
I really appreciate that. That's very nice. Got to get those views up. <laughs> <laughs> like most of it is a bunch of MGTOW guys that are just like, I wonder what these guys got that I ain't got. <laughs> You know what MGTOW is? Just oh yeah, I've okay. done quite a bit of research on that. Been meaning to ask if you want to do a show. Like men, the men's movement. Men's yeah, do, men, yeah, men, 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 men go in their own way. Yeah, they they condone marriage, and yeah, it's uh, you ought to look into it if you're not familiar with it. So uh, no, I've heard of it. Is I just thought it was the same thing as what feminists do, only that it's what men do. Not really. It's it's more like we've just given up on the the idea that of, of having relationships with women because women are just so fucking terrible nowadays. They've just decided yeah, that women are just fucking terrible, which yeah. I mean, I, I don't think they are on general, but I don't you know, think it's necessarily women in general. I think it's just a, the idea of marriage and relationships of, of how men but, are treated or looked yeah. or viewed um, is one of the reasons why men have given up on that. Well, that that and the way the way that the, the state is actually more too too far over to the women's side of things like, you yeah. know, like heavily, heavily weighted. You know, it's usually the mother that gets the custody of the children. It's usually the father that's looked at yeah. as like this piece mm-hmm. of shit. I'm so and the court system that. is like super pro-woman and anti-male. It's ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. We ought to do a show on that. And, you know, oh, I'm yeah, sure. I'm sure. institutions have absolutely been corrupted. And the reason why um, I guess this MGTOW movement exists is because um, women are like falsely claiming rape and women are like acquiring children when they don't deserve it. And women are having abortions when the men want to keep those babies. Like women are horrible. <laughs> that's, that's wow. Yeah. My mom is watching. I better be good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean all women. I mean those types. When I say all, I'm clearly generalizing. When like you, when you say to... all women, are you including Anthony's mom since she's watching? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hi mom. <laughs> well, now that we've cleared Hi, that up. Mom. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's just I, because she's off work right now to to help with my stepdad. Yeah, she doesn't have a whole lot of busy times, or well, she's got a lot of downtime. You're, so. gonna, you're just gonna put your foot deeper and deeper in yeah. your mouth. Boy, Thanksgiving dinner is gonna be awkward. <laughs> that, that's why we're going down in July for fourth. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm gonna take that same question and turn it around, and instead of Jennifer Lawrence, Donald Trump. Oh. How do you uh, how do you answer that one? I don't think I want to answer that either way. <laughs> you got to pick A or B. A or B. Do you sleep with Donald Trump again for viewership, or, or or do you or do you or does everybody in the world know that you slept with Donald Trump, but you don't actually sleep with Donald Trump? I, I got to go number two, man. But then then again, it's for viewership and clicks and likes. And <laughs> I'm I go number one. You going number one? You sound like you might actually enjoy that. Like most people no, on the show when they were asking like it. Trump. Yeah, when I they were. I like Trump, although he wasn't my pick for the Republican. I wanted it to be Dr. Ben Carson. The reason I'd go number one is because I'd be able to use the man and get things. Whoa, look at you, a regular old oh. woman, ain't you? Got to use the man to get <laughs> yeah, things. Women are horrible. <laughs> 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 hey, at least she's brutally at honest about it. Though. At least she's open. Uh, that's yeah. what I appreciate. You're just open about these things. Because <laughs> well, I'd be yeah. able to, like, you know, I have poor family in Colombia. I'd be able to, like, send them money. I'd be able to maybe buy a house for my for myself here in Australia. Yeah. I'd do these little things. Yeah. Well, you couldn't then, necessarily use it over his head because the the the, the rules were no, nobody nobody ever knows. Well, hang on. Or maybe are you just that good? Well, we have. No, I mean, I mean, we were. I mean, let's be let's be fair. We're comparing you to Melania Trump here. She's pretty awesome. I don't <laughs> yeah. compare to her. I'd grab her pussy in a heartbeat. <laughs> but dude, I mean, you have a nice pussy too. But I, yeah, I don't know. Tri- tri-colored, tri-colored. I know. It's amazing. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. 
for the for the podcast listening audience, we're actually talking about a cat yes. and, and children. If, for if the you children think anything to, else, you are just really yes, disturbed. For, for anybody that's six and under that's listening to my podcast, we're talking about a cat. We're talking about a cat. So what do you say we pull out an offensive crayon? Hey, hey so that. since you haven't been watching the show, do you know what the offensive crayon thing is we've been doing every week? No. Well, lucky for you, we're going to explain. So we got sent this this box. Let me see the box. This box of offensive crayons. And what it is is a whole whole bunch of different colors, and, and, and they have different labels on them, very offensive names. And what we've been doing each week is pulling out uh, three at random and encouraging our listening audience to create... <laughs> pictures with these colors and then send them to unframeofmind at gmail.com so uh, color number uno number one first color of the night is a nice fancy green one uh-huh. it's uh titled corporations are people too <laughs> that's weird i like it though yeah. it's not offensive and it's green it's true. money <laughs> well, it's green yeah for money <laughs> The awkward pause is what made it funny. Yeah, well, that's not, that's not <laughs> yeah. believe me, that's not the most offensive one. Like, what do we have? Travel ban brown in there and statutory rape red? Uh, miscarriage maroon. Oh, I think yeah, that was pretty. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. They're good ones. They're good ones. We actually just had the, uh, we actually recently just had the creator, Alice Vaughn, of those crayons on the show. Oh, yeah. Nice. That was pretty cool. Yeah, so, yeah she, reached, she reached out to us and like, yeah, you should totally come on the show and talk about it. So, cookie jar the next story cookie jar cookie jar yeah uh, as i alluded to in the intro i accidentally bought an antique cookie jar this weekend how do you accidentally buy Friday. a cookie jar well i will tell you i will tell you and then I'll, i want to see if you guys can kind of suss out the valuable lessons that were learned in this so I'm, I'm out with my daughter my youngest daughter she's 12 and we're out to lunch we went out to lunch and had some pizza and then we go over to the antique mall and I'm looking for a case for our mobile podcasting equipment. I'm looking for some kind of unique case that I can, you know, retool and turn into some kind of a nice carry case for right. mobile podcasting equipment. Anyway, I spot this like old black metal suitcase. It's probably about suitcase size, roughly. And on top of it is sitting a an antique cookie jar and a fedora. Well, I take the cookie jar and I put it in my arm right like this. And... I put my I put I take the hat and I move it to the side and I go to open it up and I'm looking around and checking it out. It looks kind of cool, but I, I'm just I'm not really feeling it. Like it's not screaming at me like I have to have this case. So I go ahead and shut it. I go to grab the hat to put it back on top and I drop the hat on the ground. Well, I bend over to go pick up the hat like so, and the and the lid of the cookie jar decides it's gonna fall off and right on the ground. I'm like, oh shit! My daughter's standing right there watching me. I'm like, oh no. So. Luckily, it, it only broke into two pieces, so it wasn't, like, terrible, but I was like, yeah, I guess I got to pay for that now. <laughs> and I went to look at the price, and I'm glad it wasn't, like, some super, super, like, antique thing. Like, it wasn't, like, some super valuable thing, but it was still pretty damn expensive for an ugly-ass cookie jar. thing was $25 plus tax. Oh, for a cookie for jar? For a cookie jar. Well. For a cookie jar. But I, t- I had to take it up front and go buy it, and I was like, ah, oh, this sucks, but, you know... I, I went and put cookies in it the next day so I wouldn't feel so guilty. That's all that matters, man. <laughs> Haley made up some as chocolate oatmeal. Got some cookies <laughs> yeah. in it. You're Haley, good. Haley made up some chocolate oatmeal, no bake cookies, and put them in it. And uh, I was like, and I set it there on my counter that doesn't match. It doesn't match a damn thing in my kitchen, but there it is, and it has a store to it now. But, <laughs> but that was that was a fun thing. But there there was a valuable lesson that was taught in this, which I, I feel like the twenty five dollars was probably worth. Just want to see if maybe you could kind of suss out what you think the the lesson might have been. In your mind, there's no telling. No, nothing. Anything, Leah? 
the lesson. Oh, I suppose that, you know, you find that to be a fascinating story when it really isn't. <laughs> I love you. Hey, hey. You know that the story started out with, so I accidentally bought a an antique cookie jar and you were interested. I was. So I roped you in. No, I, I did I was. rope you in. I, I just thought there would have been more dr- dramatics to this. No, no, that, that was really that was really the simplicity really, of it. Because no, no. he has to turn to his friend to ask, but wait, you were interested, weren't you? <laughs> so check this out. So check this out. No, I, I, I know I'm good. I know I'm pretty good at storytelling. And I know be, I, could, I, I guess, could drag him in. Be careful with... with uh, I don't know. Be careful with no, no. Jars? Well, there, there's something a little bit bigger here, and that's why I actually thought it would be appropriate to bring up on the show is because, <laughs> is because my youngest was standing there and she learned a valuable lesson that day Did about she? honesty and integrity and gotcha. about okay. you know if if I if if you do accidentally break something in a shop you know where most people would have just taken it and gone oh shit and just put the lid back on and set it on top and walked away. I do I, the right thing. And I very well could have done that because you would not have been able to tell. Yeah. That's take it and you go up front and and she was she was there watching me and I think kids learn more through that type of thing than they learn through us actually telling them things. So actions so versus words. So you're a dad, words. so I didn't jump to that, but that that's, that's yeah. very good. Of you. That's why I felt like it was still worth the twenty five bucks. I'm like, yeah, if if yeah. that's what we got out of it, I feel like that's okay. We got an interesting story to tell about a cookie jar we accidentally bought. And she's learned well, a le- she's she's learned a valuable lesson. So to kind of follow yeah. up with the cookie jar <laughs> and something we had previously yeah, previously talked about on the show with the situation with your well, you guys are blurry. Your twelve uh, year old. Oh no, you're okay. You're okay. Um, has that kind of gone anywhere since our last conversation about the uh, the twelve year old and her coming over? Oh no, it hasn't. I want to do a quick update on it. Hasn't even come up. Hasn't no, okay. it hasn't even come up. They haven't even hung out or asked. A, Okay, next subject. <laughs> I was like, okay, maybe that. Are maybe you a dad that... too, Anthony? What's that? Are you a dad? I am. Oh, okay, cool. Yep. How many? We're fathers. I uh, have one child. Oh, yay. Yep, Kelly. 12 years old. Yeah, so well, it's... we'll be 12 in May. Yeah, so. Younger than my youngest daughter. Yeah. But Do your she kids acts know each other? So much older, yeah. 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 Okay. What's that? Oh, that, that I say is your, your daughter is younger than my youngest, but she acts like very mature for her age well it, most times anyway yeah i mean as her dad i know that she isn't majority of the time but she is pretty respectful <laughs> of others and you know especially yeah. other you know other well, grown-ups she's, so. she seems well behaved over here anyway yeah. and, and just as my kids are very well behaved at other people's houses and she's getting good with <laughs> the machete it's too different territory yeah right all right so this is the kind of thing i wanted to have you on the show for specifically is the uh, article 13 have you have you heard about the european union's big article 13 thing that happened did you read up on it at, at I, all? I did a little bit. I, I've it. been working a lot here lately, so yeah. Um, Sargon of Akkad did a good video on it, and so did the redheaded guy channel. I forgot his name. His cartoon. The red. They did very good videos on it. Yeah. So I, I, I've been I've been looking into it a little bit, and, I, and I'm the reason I'm interested is because it can have an effect on us as content creators. Let me make sure I'm showing up in the right but spot. But can it if it's EU? Because EU means Europe. Right. So you, you there's there's Australia and the USA count in this Article Thirteen and Article Eleven. I would I would say yes, not yet. But, but the U.S. could model itself after. Right. Um. Yes. Because basically, yeah. It, it, what it does is creates a model for how to censor the internet, basically. Yeah. And then other countries that are like, 
Well, we're our positions of power are being threatened a little bit here too. That's just not a bad idea. We should probably uh model, you know, <laughs> use their model. Yeah. But there, there was a big there was a big fear going around that it was supposed to be it was going to censor memes that that was the big thing. Like you couldn't you couldn't post, post memes anymore. And mm. as I read into it, uh, right at the last minute, basically they they put in some new language into it that said basically memes are protected, memes are fine, you can do those all day long. They're they're just wanting basically to make the big publishing companies like Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all those big social media companies to be held accountable or held liable for any copyrighted material that gets onto their site or for any harmful material that gets onto their site. And they want to try to control that and filter it. And they suggested yeah. they suggested that basically every piece of content that comes in has to go through some kind of a filter. Like, well, this is what, what what it says. Article 11 calls for news aggregators like Google to pay media companies a so-called link tax when sharing their content. Article 13 demands the platform police the content uploaded to posts ahead of their publication by using an automated software that detects it. So that's just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, they're that doing means- they're doing such a good job so far at at trying to run these algorithms that you They know, are they do it, such a great job. It just of, kind of reminds me of 1984, you know. I mean, it's just it's crazy how how much everybody wants control over what we what we do and dictate the outcome of what we post. It's ridiculous. Isn't don't you think this is the inception of a worldwide? I mean, I'm jumping to conclusions, but doesn't this sound like the inception of globalism, a, a worldwide government, the Book of Revelations? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I wouldn't go that I, far, I guess, but I guess yeah, if you I, I see to. what you're saying. Yeah, I can see the the angle she's coming at with that. Yeah, it, I it, it's like a warranted statement. All right, so yeah, so the directive on copyright and its most controversial component. Uh, sorry, this is from the uh, Wired dot com uh, dot com. Well, you can't quote other websites. Yeah, Google will have to, you know, pay a tax. Well, that Stop yeah, it. well that's yeah, that's another that's another element of this as well is is um, yeah. they're saying you know you can if if you have to pay publishers for content if you like if if I like to, like say if I was to take this uh this paragraph right here and copy and paste it on my website and then and then even if I put a link back to them if I if I put that on my website apparently I'm supposed to pay them a small portion like basically tip them for that use of the article kind of kind of like you you buy people's music online right you know because that would be considered a form of pirating i guess Mm. (laughs) like it seems like really restrictive is what it sounds like it sounds like what what they'll end up doing is is if the copyright regulations is what it is or at least what it sounds like and they it's it's almost kind of like um what is it called um I just had that word on on the tip. Well, of my it's it's kind of under the guise of protecting the 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 producers, the content producers. It's it's under the, the guy. It's under the guise of saying, well, you know, you guys, you little guys that are producing the music and producing the videos and stuff, we need Royalty. to protect you. Royalties. Yeah, yeah we Royalty. need to make sure you get your royalties for all your stuff. And what ends up happening is, well, yeah, that might be the case, but. I mean, by the time you sit there, what these companies are going to do is start out with probably being a little too heavy handed on the filtering Mm -hmm. because they'd be afraid of being fined for accidentally letting too much in. And then they would kind of let let loose from there. But then once you once you kind of start clamping down on it so much and and starting controlling it so much, it's like, why, why, why even bother moving? Like we're in a good spot now. We're we're not getting any kind of fines. 
sure people are bitching about it, but we're not worried about people bitching. We're worried about getting fined a ridiculous amount of money. Like the incentives the more, are all in the wrong spot. I think the more that, that, that we look into this or companies look into doing this, it, it, they're going to realize they're in way over their head on this. I mean, as far as being able to charge people, you can't control every dynamic of it. I mean, that's just... Even if, even if you could, well, that's what big government thinks a, their job is to do: is to control every damn thing. <laughs> like, uh, like they're, they're, they've already got in their head. Like, we know what's best for you, so we're gonna go ahead and just you know create these laws it's and these. What's best for them? It's the bourgeoisie versus the proletariat. Well, the, I mean, that's what the, that's how they they. I think that's honestly how they think that they think that they know that's what's what best is. for the people. They they know what's best, <laughs> but it's like kind of like our 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 parents, you know you know looking out for our best interests when in fact you know government has no interest in us at all at least our parents do no they, they do so. in, a, in a taxpayer capacity well yeah as long as it involves you know the almighty dollar but right. anything else outside of that no, no s- s- maybe soon to not be almighty well <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah yeah I, I just wanted to bring i wanted to bring that up because it, it could potentially have an impact on us uh, as content creators yeah. And the fact that right now it's a directive given by the European Union Parliament, it's not actually enacted yet. So here's the problem. Let me let me make sure I get this they still voted correct. On it. So um, basically, uh, uh, I wish I would have highlighted what I needed to see. So uh, okay, so basically the gist of it was that they push they, they 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 pass on this directive onto the rest of the European Union countries and then each one of those countries is to take that interpret it in their own way and then enact the law within each country so you may end up getting like a whole bunch of different variations on how this law should be interpreted which means companies like Facebook have got to go and retool their algorithms to accommodate each individual one, and more than likely, which I've you've seen similar things in the past, what they'll do is just figure out what the common thing is between all of it and just do that. So that way, that, you know, it'd be much easier than trying to fine tune it to each individual country. Yeah, because let's just piss off everybody. Yeah, yeah, let's just <laughs> block everything. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I think honestly, I, and when we spoke about this on your show the other day, is that mm. this is another good sign that what we're doing as individual content creators is working. Like they're getting scared. Yeah, yes. yeah they exactly. are. They're, they're, they're getting scared and they're getting more desperate. They're getting more obvious about what they're trying to do and how they're trying to block people. Um, it's just becoming more and more overt <laughs> and very clear. And, and a lot more people's eyes are going to be opened up as this continues to go down this road, especially as people that normally wouldn't have been blocked about stuff, you know, two years ago or like suddenly getting mm-hmm. blocked. I'm like I've been talking about this stuff for years. What the hell am I getting blocked over some, you know? Well, I think that's why it's important for people to understand that when we explain, share our content, it, it does us a, a very good thing, you know, and for her channel as well, for people to understand that, you know, we have the power and the ability to get our message you know out there to other people that necessarily Mm -hmm. wouldn't hear it because of things like this so that's why i say you know share the content and like it and you know rate it you know because the more people do it we're fighting back in that sense by leaving those you know ratings and you know comments and shares and so it's more beneficial for us than it is for them and and that's when they become more scared is when they start to realize you know there's more followers there's more likes there's more views 
you know, and their attempt to shut us down may not work. So I think what might end up happening coming up is, is, is if this continues down this path, if people keep, if they keep blocking people and trying to censor people, you're going to see an emergence of blockchain based type solutions where it's decentralized. Because you said that to me the other day on my channel, and I was like, oh, blockchain, I've never heard of that. So I'm assuming that's an alternative to what's currently happening. Oh, yes. I thought we've talked about cryptos before. I talk about it all the time on my channel. I really um, like it. So, okay, so she, so she doesn't watch so the show, so, so check, she would know if so she So check did. this out. Let me let me see if I can give a basic description of what yeah, I... Just give it, don't, don't, don't shoot my ear off. Yeah, it. yeah, about what I what I envision this could be. And I've seen some people taking a swing at this in, in the crypto cryptocurrency industry. You've heard of Bitcoin, blockchain, that kind of thing? Of okay, so it's all based on what's called blockchain technology. And basically what it is, it's it's called a distributed ledger. It's basically okay. a, a, a big... Sp- a ledger of all these entries that go on that it's not controlled by one company. Like Facebook has a database of user information. That's all listed on their site. Hackers can then look at that and go, Hey, that's a honeypot of information over there. We could just go take it and hack into it. And then we've, we've heard a lot from Facebook having trouble keeping our data secure. What blockchain technology is, is it's essentially that database, but it's being verified for authenticity by separate nodes on the network, a whole bunch of different people. It's not uh, one group. It's everybody participating for now, and then everybody benefiting in the process. So uh, I guess I guess just with that admittedly brief description of what blockchain is and how that applies to what we're talking about here is right now all of our social media outlets are handled through a centralized company like Facebook, like Google, and we have to play by their rules. And they're in the process of trying to get government regulation on board. We'll get to that later. And so we have to play by the government's rules as well. Well, the thing with blockchain is we don't have to play by government's rules. If it gets big enough and there's enough people on a network and they're all sharing files back and forth and they're all contributing to this blockchain ledger and basically one of the things you can do is run internet through it where basically instead of one company like Facebook having all their servers in one central location, everybody's devices suddenly become the servers. Everybody's phones, everybody's computers becomes a small portion of a larger server that can serve up all that content. So YouTube can still be accessed through this blockchain thing or is it its own, or is it its own version of internet? I think it's its own. I think the way to look at it is that it's its own internet. It's a different, it's not, it's not the world wide web as we know it. It's, it's, it's much different where, and it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, I think if a lot of these companies start to work together, we're going to see, really interesting combinations of ideas happen where I can take and have an identity on that blockchain that is verified by the blockchain that nobody can take from me. Like I only, I have control of that and then I can use that identity to interact with others on the network and I can use that identity to like passwords, login information on websites might be a thing of the past. I may not have to log into Facebook. I might just go there and I have a profile already because it's already part of my online identity. Right. There's a lot to it and I'm trying to, I'm trying not to fire hose you with it because there's so, there's so much to it. But I guess what I'm saying is, is the more that we continue to see these, these like, over overbearing restrictions on our content, you're going to start to see a move away from those centralized style businesses, and there's going to be a, a decentralized solution. Yep. 
there's always a workaround, essentially. Yeah, and and there's a lot of people working on it right now. I think people often forget that we outnumber government. So it, it just amazes me, you know, that thought process that people don't seem to quite have is for them to understand that there's way more of us than there is of them. Yeah, right. And we do Definitely have more true. control than the government does. I just wish people would start standing up for themselves a lot more. Do you think she's bored? I think she is. No, sorry, my my keyboard is really dirty, so I'm cleaning it. Your whole, I'm still listening. She's cleaning. Typical your, woman cleaning as as a man talks to your her. Your whole camera is like rr, 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 your your video. Yeah. Your video is doing this shit. I, I, I'm proving to you that I'm not that I am listening. I just I just decided to clean it at the same time. I'm just Two things see, at once, see, what, in in my mind she was she was you know rubbing her pussy earlier. Now she's got a towel down there, rubbing. Oh uh, my gosh, that's horrible! Don't she say said that. she was cleaning. I'm just cleaning. Yeah. I'm using a makeup wipe to clean the keyboard. In about fi- about 15 <laughs> minutes, we'll see her go walking by with a vacuum. <laughs> like, we've clear we've clearly lost Dia on this on this live yeah, stream. We, we did. have bored no, the no, bored her I to asked. tears. I wanted to know what the blockchain thing was, and it's its own network. And um, he just I was listening to what Anthony said. He said that there's more of us than there is of them. So how basically I got the 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 gist of that. I felt like was that how stupid does government think we are that we can't come up with our own alternatives? Even the more they try to come up with things, the people will come up with alternatives. I knew you were paying so attention. There, I was just I giving was you a hard time. Listening. Let's pull another offensive crayon. What do you say? We're moving right along. Would you do a green? Yep. All right. What the? Holy shit. Okay. This is a blue crayon. And this one is called... I should have known better than to talk to him like that when he's drinking. This bruise is my fault, blue. (laughs) Wow. Basically saying that... Gonna beat her ass. <laughs> I should have known better than to talk to him like that when he's drinking. This bruise is my fault, Blue. Oh my gosh. Damn. <laughs> I'm surprised that, that I'm surprised that much fit on a crayon wrapper. That's ridiculous. The fact that the wrappers have actually stayed intact has been pretty cool too. Yeah, no joke. You know that yeah. China labor thing. I got gotcha. you. It's a bitch. All right, here's our next topic for the night. Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Wants internet regulation as long as he can shape it. The social network faces an uphill battle as it tries to regain the yeah, trust of lawmakers and its users. This is from CNET.com, this article by Queenie Wong, written uh, yesterday, actually. And I just heard about this on a Tech News Today podcast that I listened to. So Facebook's uh, Mark Zuckerberg called for governments and regulators to play a more active role when it comes to harmful content, election integrity, privacy, and data portability. Because, you know, Facebook is the <sighs> the expert on data. Those are all issues Facebook hasn't been able to corral, even as it ropes in more users. His ideas illustrate how anxious Facebook is to get a seat at the table as lawmakers hash out potential legislation that will affect its core business. Facebook and its Silicon Valley peers haven't been the target of serious US, U.S. regulation, but the landscape has shifted greatly since Zuckerberg in November 2016 said it was quote-unquote crazy to think fake news on Facebook affected the results of that year's U.S. presidential election. He is he was correct, I think, but 
we uh, we obviously need to make sure we control those social medias. Yeah, to like you keep know, people but, from being exposed to stupid ideas or wrong ideas or fake news ideas. Because you know, BuzzFeed and CNN are great sources of information. Yeah, <laughs> he says our he, he says our systems would be more effective if regulation created common standards for verifying political actors. That's interesting. Hmm. So this is a big deal and a big problem in my view. And the reason I think that's a bad view, a bad idea rather, is because it kind of just falls into the same crony capitalist kind of model that you see happening over and over again where the big businesses can can lobby government. They have the money and the funds to lobby government to pass uh, beneficial legislation for them so that way they can then effectively lock out the little guy by using the tool of government. Yep. As far as I can tell... Th- Yes. So as far as I can tell, this is no different than that. This this is exactly that same business model where Mark Zuckerberg, acting concerned for the state of our social He's media... He's not concerned, dude. He's goes power in, hungry. He goes in and says, hey, this is a great opportunity for us to shape the rules and make it, you know, because no matter what regulation they put on Facebook, they'll be able to afford it. They'll figure, they'll figure it out. They got the programmers. They got the funds to sit there and, and create the algorithms necessary. But if I'm a littler platform, good fucking luck being able to compete with that. I mean, how much initial investing would I have to have ahead of time? How many of these boot bootstrapped little businesses can actually say, hey, I'd like to start up a Facebook, you know, competitor not going to happen. It's just not going to happen because they would be. Well, I think at some point Facebook, if it hadn't already peaked, and I think it, uh, I think now that it has, especially with everything that's going on right now, um, as far as uh, control over what is posted and the algorithms and, and so forth. So mm-hmm. I think what you're going to see probably in the next few years is a lot of these smaller social media sites actually do quite well. And I think that there's going to start to be a balance of that because people want to be able to share content without being regulated. If things stay as they are currently. Yes, yes. If they stay as they are currently, that's it's going to, it's going to shift. Yeah. And I think that when you become money hungry and power hungry, you tend to leave everything else behind, not realizing you're damaging your own brand in the process. Which, based on what you just said, that basically backs up what Zuckerberg's trying to do then because he, he he might he may even recognize hey we're not in a good position we've had all these scan- big scandals come out all this data breaches all this violations of people's privacy coming out mm-hmm. and now we're looking at all these different competitors like minds.com and gab.ai are coming up and trying to take our place and we can we can pretend to be overly concerned about you know hate speech on the internet and violations of of whatever the fucking law it is and then go lobby the government and it's more it's even more beneficial for him to do it based on what you said I, well it depends on the person and how they view the content of, of how he's trying to approach this there's a lot of people on the internet that don't like zuckerberg and facebook right now but yeah. people use it because it's it's to them the only <laughs> alternative source to be able to you know to share content but you know as, as of right now i think that I don't know. This could be interesting. And the cool thing is, though, is that everybody now has other options to to explore other social media platforms. Mm-hmm. So for now, for now. <laughs> for now, well, yeah, for now. But I mean, as of right now, Zuckerberg or Fuckerberg, whatever you want to call him, yeah. he he's in control of his own destiny when it comes to to Facebook. Either he's gonna this thing's gonna crash at some point, or you know he can figure something out where he gets everybody back on board. But I don't think that's gonna happen. To be honest with you. 
And not as long as that the government is going to be a part of this or he wants to try to regulate and control people. It's just now, not going to happen. Now, let me ask you guys this. Didn't the Democrats used to be like the party of free speech and individuality yes. and, yeah. and, 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 you know, you got you to gotta celebrate your uniqueness. You know, you got, you know, stuff like. Right. Um, so this is a quote from Virginia Democrat uh, Senator Mark Warner says. Is her quote, middle name? Huh? Is her middle name Democrat? <laughs> A Virginia Democrat, <laughs> Senator Mark Warner, it's a he, says, quote, I'm glad to see that Mr. Zuckerberg is finally acknowledging what I've been saying for the past two years. The era of the social media Wild West is over. Facebook needs to start to work with Congress to pass effective legislative guardrails, recognizing that the largest platforms like Facebook are going to need to be subject to a higher level of regulation in keeping with their enormous power. Uh, nothing quite like big business and governments working together hand in hand to try to bubble wrap our world for us. Thanks, Zuckerberg. Somebody needs to bring back MySpace. Warner. Oh, it's still out there. <laughs> I know, but it's completely different than what it used to be before they switched over Is the it, platform. I just access one the other day in my old one. I couldn't find it. It's like gone. Yeah, I think they got rid of a lot of profiles from that. I, I heard I heard some mention of As that well, recently. <laughs> yeah, probably keeping a way too much way too much server bandwidth. It's ridiculous. There's so much stuff coming down the pike, and and it it, it does two things to me. It makes me really really kind of upset and pissed that they're doing it, but also very happy because it's it's a, a strong strong signal that what we're doing is working. I'm surprised there's not more people taking this viewpoint. That, yeah, guys, check it out. Whatever the hell we're doing, this collective effort, even with small YouTube channels like ours, seems to be having an impact. Well, and that's what I'm saying. MySpace, if they really wanted to make a comeback, they would have a great opportunity to, to present that case. I don't know. I, I, I Again, I think it's going to be... Friendster, if you want to go further back, <laughs> would have a good opportunity. To you know, what, let's go back to headway. AOL Instant Messenger. How about that? <laughs> the dial-up. <laughs> yeah, I, I I really I really think it's going to come down to blockchain again. In this case, again, it's there's, gonna have to. Uh, there's yeah, uh, but what my, if MySpace went blockchain? In fact, Minds.com. Yeah. Minds.com is blockchain based. Yeah, I know. I've got a profile on that. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna have to link up on there. I didn't know. We are. Oh, I guess we are. We are. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I post I post on there quite a bit, and I interact with some folks on there. But it's it's kind of wild um, because you do get to see some more uh, of the viewpoints that are being forced away from the main social media channels. Right. Like there actually is real Nazis there. Like the the people that everybody thinks they don't hide themselves. Hiding in that's the bushes. For sure. They're they're actually over there. It's like oh, you guys really you do exist. Real Nazis only existed like between 1935 and 1945. Go go on. Well, there's no such thing as real Nazis now. Anything the accurate term would be neo-Nazi, if that's what you mean. Thank you for the real correction. Nazis are dead. Most of them. Thank you for the correction. Nazi. The word <laughs> Nazi is so overused. And, yeah. And well. Displayed. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're not they're not coming out of the bushes and just seeping through our our pipes. You yes, know. Is that person Jewish? Oh, they have a Jewish surname. Let's go kill them. That that just doesn't happen. That's not real. That's just not real yeah, anymore. Not not statistically anyway. But apparently, coming from the Democrats, it is. Yeah. 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 The way you would think. <laughs> it's a big the, problem. Racist and and Nazi like than a leftist. Like, I was plunging my toilet and a fucking Nazi came up. I, they're everywhere. <laughs> That's why this kind of showed up out of nowhere. <laughs> like, Tommy Robinson was deplatformed off YouTube. That's the last thing he had. So um, blockchain will be the have to be the the alternative. 
Yeah. And and there's again another another block a num- number of blockchain solutions that are already working to But that's build what I'm saying because right of now. this stuff right here it's it's driving everybody in that direction so it's actually kind of more beneficial to that yeah, you think, blockchain dude, community. Dude, let me let me I don't know if I've expressed this to you but if 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 you guys think that the internet was a big deal, wait until blockchain comes and really Uh-oh. takes over. Like internet ain't shit compared to blockchain as far as the disruptive technologies that we're talking about. Right. We're talking about interrupting uh, like the internet is one thing it'll interrupt. Um, content creation, content sharing, you know, those types of things that the internet already disrupted. It's going to disrupt it again. But this time we're also going to be able to disrupt things like banking, like the financial system in all its aspects. That's going to be a huge, huge deal. That's like uh, the way that's. I, I heard it best described is right now all of, like if I go put my money in the bank, my money's in the bank and right. somebody can go rob the bank and take my money. Obviously, there's other rules around it and how it works, but you, you get the basic gist I, of it. I do. Yeah. You get the basic gist of it. My money's in the bank. The way blockchain works is my money is now distributed out over the whole Internet. Uh, and, and if somebody wanted to rob me, they'd have to rob they'd have to go around to every house in the neighborhood and take a dollar from each one versus going to one central bank location to take my money away. Right. It's just so not... So banks will be a thing of the past. I, is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. interesting. But I think because, I, I don't know, banks blockchain... Will be, bl- banks will be like the blockbusters. <laughs> well, well, we obviously know that's not going to happen anytime soon, but I think it's it's obviously a good positive direction as far as where we're going because of what's currently going on, yeah. you know, in our daily lives when it comes to the government banks and, and so forth. So it's one of the reasons why I keep up with it. And I kind of listen to a lot of the stuff that you talk about when it comes to blockchain, cryptocurrency and so forth, because it's yeah. I encourage people to, you know, to acknowledge themselves about it, you know, yeah, and just kind of see the direction that it's going definitely. and watch it evolve. Because of currently what's going mm. on in our political atmosphere. On April 1st, Bitcoin suddenly shot back up again. It's been hovering around $3,800 for a Bitcoin. Right. And it smacked into $5,000 for a Bitcoin almost overnight. Oh, shit. I don't know what happened. I, I have... They weren't playing an April Fool's joke, were they? No, it doesn't. <laughs> I, I, I was sitting there thinking that, but I'm like, how would you even pull that off? Like... I don't know. But it still stayed there. It still stayed there. It's sitting right there about 5,000 right now. It's ridiculous. I don't know what the hell happened to make it shot up 20% overnight and then have it stay there. It's, I don't think I would question it. You know, no, not at all. My portfolio just shot way up all of a Maybe sudden. Maybe Trump put some shares into it. No, no. I, I heard rumors that something something in Dubai or some shares. Yeah, it's sitting at 52. I'm sorry. I just refreshed. 5000 $5,000 for one Bitcoin. That shit is bonkers, dude. That shit is bonkers. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it can go up. It can go down. Goes up. Whatever. You know, just part of the nature of it. Yeah. It's New part technology. Of it. New technology and whatnot. Anyway, let me uh, move on to another uh, effective. I'm sorry, offensive crayon. Effect. Oh, effective crayon. Dia, you want to pull the? Uh, Dia, you want to pull this one out? All right. You got it. That one. <laughs> oh man. Now I would have been amazed if you would have came back with a crayon in your hand. That'd have been cool as shit. I hate to disappoint, but I don't it's think so I would have pulled out. <laughs> yeah, that's boy, you picked a good one. Uh Dia, you picked a nice lime green color called baby shit green. Lovely. And that's that's accurate. I've I've wiped asses with that color before in my earlier parenting days. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. So to 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 uh refresh to refresh, you guys have oh some nice cool colors to work with. Submit your art creations to unframeofmind at gmail.com. 
And the colors you'll be using today is corporations or people too, green, baby shit green, which is a, a lighter like a lime green. And then we have a dark blue, which is called, I should have known better than to talk to him like that when he's drinking. This bruise is my fault. That is so fucked up. All right. Daddy beats me because he loves me. (laughs) If you submit your drawings to the uh, email address, we'll go ahead and show those on next week's episode. I'm going to wrap this up with the... Phobismus. Yeah. Our favorite segment of the show. Dia, uh, you don't even know what's about to happen, do you? No, but I'm I'm, I'm anxiously anticipating. Wait, wait on the for edge of my wait, seat. wait for it. Phobismus, Alrighty, and today. <laughs> yeah, today. I'm on, glad she doesn't know anything about this. I know this is brand new for you too. The, the, we we have a new segment called the Phobismist, and what that is is it's a combination of the word of the phobe, ism, and ist that we keep hearing about so much in the news today. And we like should be Islamophobe. Exactly. Yes. Feminist. So now we've created a whole profession about teaching people how to be offended at everything. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah. I've been figuring. I've been wondering how I can be offended about the fact that you know. Absolutely. I'm still alive. That I live at home with my parents or whatever it, it may be. Well, I'll tell. I'll tell you what. I'm going to send you so that you can see it as well. I'm going to send you this image. So that you can bring it up and you can maybe try to be a budding uh, noob phobismist. All right. Okay. So, I actually thought, because I've seen your Twitter handle, I actually thought it was phobismist. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't phobismist. know how else you would pronounce it. No, you're, you're the one that made up the word. Yeah, phobismist. So there's there's I your... Clicked it. I didn't, hang on. Yeah, there's your, there's your image sent to you. Oh, okay. gotcha. All right. They so. would say matryoshka. If you went to Russia, they'd call that a matryoshka. Oh my God! You pronounce it so much better. I was trying so hard to roll my R's. I was I was learning how to pronounce That's it, fine. and and they're saying it, and then I'm saying it, and then they're saying it, and then I'm saying it. I'm like matryoshka. It's the closest I can get. <laughs> you make me sick. Well, I just got. I can't. I can't do. You stop. Kind of pleasant you thing in my pants. Easy. <laughs> oh, I just made him jizz in his pants. Yeah. <laughs> She said jizz on the show. She said That's jizz. Awesome. Was that the first time anybody's ever said the word on our show? I think it is. I think Lee may have said it already. He, he might have, but all it's right. been a long time. Homework ago. for the viewing audience. You got to go back through all of the uh, uh, all, all past episodes. And I need to know if the word jizz has ever been said on our show. <laughs> and then I need a compilation of every time. Anyway, so. Anyway, today's phobismist. We're going to teach you why you should be offended by Matryoshka. Dolls. Oh, babushka dolls. Uh, well, the babushka dolls I learned was was actually an erroneous title. It says it says it right here on. I the know li- that you're supposed to say matryoshka, but like everyone calls them. Yeah, babushka yeah. Dolls. Babushka means grandmother or old woman, whereas matryoshka means uh, the little matron, uh, diminutive of the Russian female first name matry. <laughs> actually, I think I have one. She's gonna go get it. And so she's gone. For 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 those who are just listening, the the Matryoshka dolls are those little dolls that you open one up and then there's a smaller one inside that, and then you open another one up and there's a smaller one inside of that, and then you open another one up. I guess you might be down to the smallest one. <laughs> oh, oh, look no, at that! There's another and one. There's a smallest. Hers is glued shut. <laughs> She's got a four layer, or is this a five layer? You know, I used to have a matri- mat- Matryoshka. I'm, I'm gonna get that word eventually. Mat- you say it for me. Matryoshka. Matryoshka. That sounds so sexy. I love it. Her. I love it. 
I used to, I think I have That's one. That's the littlest one. A hammer. I used to have a hammer. I bought this in Russia. <laughs> Those are very cool. I used to have a hammer. I bought a it hammer. when I was in Russia. I've been there. My my, ha- my hammer was a little golden hammer, and you twist it off the bottom, and it had a little small screwdriver, and then you screwed off the bottom of that, and there was a smaller screwdriver, and, you, and it, <laughs> it, it, it literally went down to a screwdriver that was about this big, like about a, a half an inch it's long. like the male version of it. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was very cool. All right, but th- th- what we're trying to do today for the for the phobismus is tell so you why should people be offended? Exactly. By these? Well, I want to I want to see if maybe you guys can come up with any reasons why this would be offensive. It would be offensive towards short people, I guess. Mm, that's a good that's a good angle. I hadn't thought of that. I mean, think about. Well, you it. know what? I I kind of think I, I'm really jumping to to stupid. My body, my choice. Maybe these women didn't want to reproduce all these other ones, huh? Oh, huh? that's nice. oh, I like that. So they're they're being forced to reproduce smaller and smaller dolls. This woman probably didn't want the tiniest one. That's man, that's or, good. Or that's, that's you real know, good. this kind of falls like into that. abortion <laughs> where, you know That's what she was saying, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. that's good, man. Thinking so, like so, a leftist. That, see, that's actually how you do it. You, that's, that's exactly how you do it. See, I was thinking more like it was like a Russian collusion thing. And we should be offended by these dolls because that's how they're delivering information to Trump in the in the. <laughs> we need to do one where the very very like last one, the smallest one, is Trump. <laughs> oh, so when you get down to the very last one. Oh oh oh! Say <laughs> no more. <laughs> There's probably say, oh, no no. Okay. Say no here more. We go. We've got say one. no more. We have one right here. Oh yeah. Do you? Yeah, we got little Trump and uh, Benjamin Netanyahu. Oh, nice. here. Wow! <laughs> I'll send that. I'll send that. That's that's a combo match made in heaven. Yeah, there there there's your version of it. If you want to take a look at that as well. <laughs> so yeah, we, okay. you you opened up little Trump doll in there. That's amazing. Oh my gosh, it's awesome. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what I. That's not, that's not Benjamin. Yeah, I was I was looking up I was looking up Russian nesting that's dolls. Yeah, yeah, and then and then I, and then I was sitting there thinking, you know what? I wonder if there's Russian collusion nesting dolls, and that's what popped up. <laughs> Wow. That's I love a way it. to make money though. So there you go. You you guys got three different ways that you can be offended by these dolls. These what dolls, Dia? Matryoshka. Oh, very nice. Love it. Just keep saying that. We'll just, re- we'll, just well, we'll close the show out with yeah, her we'll saying that. We'll close the show with you s- very say, sensual, you know. Saying that. <laughs> Matryoshka. Okay, good night folks. Alrighty. So, I appreciate you joining us today, Miss Dia, for our Hundredth episode special. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Oh, it was really fun. I'm glad that I had been to Russia and that I was able to bring this doll. I know. You were able to add plenty of value to the show. That's for sure. If anybody wants to check out her show, where 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 can they find your your stuff? Oh, okay. So my channel name is now just uh, the name I go by: Dia D I A space Beltran B E L T R A N Matryoshka. Anyway, and on that um. Yeah, you can subscribe. Um, I you can also catch me on basically every single except for MeWe. I'm on everything else. I'm on Gab, Facebook, Minds, uh, Twitter. Uh, I'll end up banned on Facebook very soon because I keep I keep getting banned as it is already. So I'll probably disable it at some point. Right but on. Yeah, I'm on every I'm on everything else. Right on. So if you guys want to be a guest on the show, just hit us up over at unframeofmind.com and let us know what you want to talk about. We'll be glad to have you and. Uh, until next week, you just keep on having those uncomfortable conversations without a condom. And yeah, take care of that pussy for us. We love to see it again. Yeah. Yeah, she's beautiful. All right, you I got know. you got anything else to say before we close out for the day? Nothing incredible. Jesus loves you. No, Matryoshka. Oh. Yes. <laughs>
Come on, bring it. Let's hear bring it. Bring it. Matryoshka. Wow, was that not the best ideagasm you've ever had? Want to do it again? Go to unframeofmind.com to find more mind-stretching, world-altering podcasts, videos, and articles, and get those critical thinking juices flowing.